here. And that lets you save the Look here. True form life. Green look on You've just tuned in to another episode of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. Today we're talking about muscle confusion. We're talking about being overwhelmed, and we've brought in Leslie Winfield to read Dear Mr. Scale. All that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. I want to talk about being sore because we've changed up our workouts a little bit and I've heard some of our members talk about how sore they are. No, I didn't say complain. We all complain from time to time, but I'm pretty fortunate with our members. When they talk about what's sore or what hurts, I take it as a compliment. In this segment, I'll be explaining why this is a good thing and why we need to be sore once in a while. The short of it, being sore initiates growth. What we do when we work out a muscle is break it down. Our bodies are one huge defense mechanism. If we break a limb, the bone grows back stronger at the breaking point. If we tear a ligament, scar tissue builds up to protect the wounded part of our body, which isn't always a good thing. Nonetheless, if we cut ourselves, we scab, covering the wound. Whichever way you look at it, our bodies heal and protect damaged areas. This is no different with muscles. We break down our muscles, they get sore, and build back up stronger so your body's prepared in case it's put through the same stress again. There's probably some cool analogy as to why we're like this from thousands of years ago, like our flight or fight response, but if there is, I don't know it. The industry recently titled it muscle confusion. We use this method to keep our bodies guessing, growing, and transforming. We adapt and get stronger in certain areas as I just explained. So if we don't keep changing up our routines, our muscles adapt to the same stress, meaning we no longer see the results we're after. This last week, I knew we needed a change, so I introduced a brand new workout. It's actually a playground workout. Simple exercise we can do with our bodies, and all we need is a stationary object. Nothing better than the playground sitting right next to our regular workout area. Our exercises are changed up each workout. We don't do the exact same routine every time, although the exercises are similar. What I did with the playground workout is introduce brand new exercises that some of our members have never seen. This is more of a shock to our system. Drastically changing a routine is ideal for muscle confusion and promoting growth, which is the main idea to get results. Fortunately, or unfortunately for some, drastically making a change to our routine, soreness is sure to follow. This is an important lesson for anyone to know and learn. If we do the same workout day in and day out, if we don't switch up our weights or program, rest time, food included, we're going to run into that plateau that's feared in the industry. We don't need that fear though. There used to come a time when we'd all run into a plateau, but that's old news. I have myself, and there's nothing more frustrating than pouring everything you've got into a workout for weeks and seeing no progress. All we have to do is switch things up. If we're not always changing routines and exercises, every four weeks, throw in a brand new, shocking, muscle-confusing workout to blast your muscles into growth. This is a sure way to avoid plateaus and experience an incredible sense of accomplishment when you feel muscles you never knew you had. We've been following Leslie Winfield for a while now. She's on an incredible weight loss journey. There's ups and downs, joy and frustration, and all the while, seemingly controlled by weight loss, but more directly, the scale. I've talked about the scale and how I feel about it in previous episodes. In fact, when people hear me talk about the scale, they think I'm talking about them, which is true to a point, but isn't entirely. I talk about myself also. I've gone through most things in this health and fitness world, which is why people can learn from me. The scale's no different. I write about the scale because it affects me just like anyone else. My frustrations are usually the exact opposite, though. From as long as I can remember, I'm labeled a hard gainer. 
which means it's difficult for me to gain muscle mass. Not usually important for women in the lifting world, although there's nothing more important to men. And I was very much engulfed in the lifting fitness world. There was a time that the only thing that was important to me was gaining muscle mass because I felt that gaining mass was the only way to make me a better athlete. Of course, I know the truth now, but I had a different mindset back then and believed everything that was pushed on me by the industry, which is why I am where I am now. But that's another topic. I've gone through different phases of gaining and cutting, or weight loss to be clear. Mainly gaining, and the scale controlled me too. I'm not ashamed to say that's the way it is. If we let it, our emotions will be controlled by a silly number, which means little at any other time of day, any other time of our lives, when we're not standing on it looking down at these numbers. We've weighed ourselves 20 times a day, thinking that if we could get what we want, we'll be happy, but really setting ourselves up for failure every chance we get. I've talked about the scale a few times before, so I'm going to end this now. I'm going to talk about my writing before I reintroduce Leslie. I often write. I have a blog at trueformlife.com. I write these shows, and I write poetry which sometimes shared on my blog, and other times saved only for me. Often when I put my pen to paper, or more so these days, fingers to keyboard, I never know exactly what's going to come out. I believe writing is medicine for the soul. We hold in so much tension, so much frustration and anger, and don't have a release valve. For me, it's writing, and I feel it would be a positive form of medicine for any soul, and so many other things if we all choose to write sometimes. When I say I don't know what'll come out, I mean sometimes I write and look back a couple days or months later and don't remember writing a word of it. That was apparent with proofreading our book called Elevate Your Health that we'll be releasing shortly. I'm passionate about health, if you didn't know. I get excited sometimes and even a little over-emotional. I'd say more than a few things came out that weren't exactly politically correct in the first version of our book. With two of us writing, at times we argued who wrote what, which was more comical than anything. After listening to Leslie's vlog and the struggles she's having with the scale, I decided to write a letter to the scale. Sounds funny, but you'll understand in a second. I don't exactly remember writing this, but I know I sent it to her. This was the first time someone actually put life into my words, and I can't express what an amazing job she did, so I thought she'd do it herself. I asked her to come on air with me and read the letter the way she did on her vlog. Without further ado, I'd like to reintroduce Leslie Winfield. She's down 43 pounds. More importantly, she meets her weekly workout goals, improves her nutrition as days go by, and is learning life lessons at warp speed. Here's Leslie reading, Dear Mr. Scale. Dear Scale, I'd like to let you know you no longer control my emotions. You don't decide my state. You don't determine my happiness. You no longer get to choose what kind of mood I'm in after I spend a short time with you. I will no longer give you my strength, disempowering me. I have spent weeks, hours, and months now learning and experimenting, going through ups and downs on how to control my emotions, how to be happy with what I have. I've learned that what I focus on is most important. Unfortunately for you, I will weigh myself, but I won't let you influence my feelings. I get up every day and I follow a plan, all directed towards the goals that actually make me happy in life. I'm thrilled to say you have nothing to do with the things that inspire me, the things that motivate me, and the things that make me move forward. I'd like to tell you, Mr. Scale, that I do not hate you. I don't fear you. I love you. Every time I spend time with you, I learn something about myself and how my body works with exercise and food. You teach me so many things. How could I hate you? How could I avoid you? Because of you, I know exactly what works and what doesn't. And when I find that out, I repeat what works to find success. I know many dislike you, and I'm sorry for that. Maybe most don't understand what I do. Maybe most don't realize that you're a blessing in disguise. 
What if I didn't have you, Mr. Scale? Who would help me stay on track? Who would never lie to me? Who else isn't biased in any way other than you? Thank you for always being honest with me and telling me the truth. Thank you for telling me when I need to work harder and when I have worked harder. I appreciate you being with me on my journey. I would like to clear things up though. I want to make sure that we both know you no longer control my emotions. You don't decide my state. You don't determine my happiness. You no longer get to choose what kind of mood I'm in after we spend a short time together. I will no longer give you my strength. I will no longer let you disempower me. I am strong. I am courageous. I am successful. And you or anything else won't get in the way of what I am after. Exploring mind and body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. Health Street, Shoppers Drug Mart, and the CLC Fitness Center. Uniting together for a healthier tomorrow. To find out more about Drew Tadia and True Form Life or to become a sponsor, visit trueformlife.com. We all feel overwhelmed from time to time. Things catch up with us. If it's not our appointments, it's our kids, spouse, or best friend. Sooner or later, we all have to delegate find some sort of stress relief, or simply say no. We all handle stress differently. When it comes down to it, feeling overwhelmed is our stress level close to its peak. Some people can handle money well. Usually with money, responsibility, and directing traffic comes along with it. Along the same lines, some people handle running a business well, which usually means they're good at motivating or directing others. Some are good at being mothers or fathers and taking care of children. And some are good at work, being whatever it is they do. Again, at some point, we all have to learn to deal with stress or being overwhelmed. Because if we don't, we're a mess every time something disruptive comes up. If we don't address it, simple things can cause us stress, which cause us to be easily overwhelmed. An example, there's no milk in the fridge, and now I have no cereal. Sounds funny, doesn't it? It's true, though. Some of us go through days like this all the time and don't even know it, but we're sure to notice our stress levels building up. We snap at a coworker, our parents or children, because we have too much going on, really. In reality, we don't have much going on at all. We just haven't learned how to deal with stress. We just haven't learned how to deal with certain issues. I'd like to tell you how I go through my life and how I deal with a whole lot of things going on at once. I'll make a list. I know some of us aren't list people. I'm not gonna tell you this is the best way, but I will tell you this is the best way for me. And we all need to find out how we perform at our best. I'll make a goal list at the beginning of each week. Now, it doesn't have to be goals. Some people are against this notion. So let's call it a to-do list. I write out everything I'd like to accomplish that week and make sure this list is in a place I can see often. A couple tips I've found that help me is to make my list big. And I'm talking big. I found myself an easel with huge paper that may be used for a presentation and write my list on that. I see my list every time I walk into my office and every time I leave. And every time I complete a task, I put a little mark next to it making sure I acknowledge each little completion. I enjoy making the little marks next to each completed task. These small accomplishments give me motivation to check something else off the list. Another thing I do is add color to my list. Who wants to look at or pay attention to something that isn't visually appealing? I also recommend this because it's important to put time and effort into your list. If you scribble down a bunch of things you don't care about, in writing you can hardly read, are you going to be proud or feel a sense of accomplishment when it's checked? Of course not. So putting effort or even looking forward to each list means something in the overall process. There are many ways you can make lists. Color coding, alphabetical order. This gets extreme, but again, these are exercises to help you remember what you have to do. The more color added, the easier it will be for you to remember. I like to break my list up into segments, which can be things to get done before noon, and then what to get done after noon. 
I also like to break my week in half. Monday to Wednesday's broken up, then Thursday to Saturday. What this does is help me focus on the task at hand. It helps me put all my efforts into what I'm doing each day, as opposed to what I have to get done for the week. I've tried other methods, and this is what I found works best for me. I'm a last-minute kind of person, which I'm good at. I feel I do my best when there's a deadline, and when the deadline's close. So instead of weekly lists in which most things get done late in the week because I'm busy procrastinating, I chop it in half, making sure I get half of what I need done at the beginning of the week. And finally, one of the most important things to make your list work is put the task you least want to do at the top. This is important and a huge benefit in reducing your stress levels. If you knock off what you least want to do right away, you feel a lift off your shoulders. You feel empowered instead of dreading what you don't want to do all week. We all know most times these things aren't that bad. We realize that when it's done, or we actually do it. But that doesn't mean we don't need some convincing. So put whatever it is you don't want to do at the top of the list, in giant, bright writing, and feel that relief as soon as the week starts. I like to hear how people accomplish things. I like to hear what motivates others. If you spend any time with me, you know I ask questions. One of the main things I do is solve problems. I believe there is a path to success. Not the same path for everyone, which is why it's important for me to learn how different individuals get things done. The most frequent answer I hear when I ask someone how something was accomplished is planning or being ready. There's no way around it, which is why I talk about these two subjects all the time. It's clear to me success with whatever it is you want to accomplish is going to take some planning. I know some of us aren't planners, but we usually plan in some way and don't even know it. I talk about goals, and people say I don't set goals, but we make goals subconsciously every day. How do we accomplish something? We set a goal, then break it down into steps. If our goal is to go to the grocery store, we think about what we need. We plan how we're going to get there. We consider the time frame we have to go and come back. These are simple steps we do each day and don't realize it. It's no different when we plan our days consciously or set those dreaded goals. So when I'm talking about making a list, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about planning the meals you eat on Sunday for the week instead of wondering what you'll eat Monday night. I'm talking about planning your workouts so you don't accidentally miss one. Put everything on your list and strategically knock off each task until your week is complete. And your own sense of accomplishment and your own success is bursting through the seams. This is how we grow confidence. This is a perfect way to plan your week your lifestyle, and to find a healthier you. And above all else, to reduce your stress. And don't feel overwhelmed any longer. That's all we have for you this evening. I'm True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Form's Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com or call 403-510-4915. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia would not be possible without GDK Gravel and Sand. They've got the best rock for your road. Call them today, 1-877-335-2091. That's 1-877-335-2091.